The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. You're listening to a special edition, a baseball edition of uh, of Get Paid. Yes, the NFL season is starting next week. We already talked about that this week. I'm bringing Baseball Ulama, my co-author from the 2020 Fantasy Baseball Almanac and Draft Guide. Yes, we're already starting to work on the 2021 version, um, which will be on you know on Amazon probably before before Thanksgiving. So we'll be ready for Black Friday this season. But anyway, Eric, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, doing well yourself? doing okay so um you know the baseball um the the baseball the the baseball the baseball had their trade deadline uh this <laughs> week so we've we've seen uh, some moves but it was kind of under the radar because the nba's in playoffs and um you know the nfl of course is like right there right there coming back so what i wanted to do um kind of like we did last year after the the astros acquired granky and we were kind of going through our, our predictions i wanted to get your opinion on the trade deadline and see if there were winners and losers in terms of this year's uh competitiveness and before we get going there i know there are a lot of teams that were like for instance bauer in, in cincinnati was kind of a trade ship but people were worried about this season the pandemic the salary so it's kind of a weird year especially for a rental financially so i know a lot of teams were gun shy but there was one team that definitely was not and i know you're high on them so why don't we just start with them uh, and you can just go ahead because you know the one i'm talking about oh yeah i think you're going right into atlanta and um yeah, I'm not going to say they, they, they were losers at the deadline. Um, I will go with more of the um, – I like to go with success and failure, and, and Atlanta just absolutely failed in what they were trying to do. Um, now, that's not to say that they weren't actively trying to make an addition um, and that other teams simply were just asking ridiculous prices that they shouldn't have paid. That said, when you're literally at this point walking with two starters – um, of any value, and one of them has two starts under his belt entirely in his career, it's tough to not make an addition outside of, you know, plucking somebody who really, you know, wasn't doing much even in Baltimore. Um, so I, you know, they, they don't have a lot of weaknesses. The offense looks really good. Um, you know, the bullpen is, is outstanding, and, you know, that rotation is, is horrifying beyond Freed and Anderson. So should they have made an addition? Absolutely. Could they have? Probably. It's just a matter of what it would have cost. Um, and there weren't a lot of sellers, which which hindered things as well. Um, I, I still think there probably was something out there. Um, but I, I get the sense that the, the Braves GM is handcuffed in some way, um, or either that or he's just become completely gun shy and is unwilling to trade any top prospects. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just a weird year, and with the expanded playoffs and all that, and you know how, how it is, we can't really say October, right, October, November, but um, playoffs, you, you need the rotation. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I still like the, the teams with kind of heavier rotations and, and better bullpens. Um, since we talked the last time, the Chicago Cubs, I believe the last time we checked in, were like, you know, they were had the best record in baseball. They've come back to the pack a little bit. I saw the Dodgers traded Stripling um, to, it was the Blue Jays, right, that he ended up on? Yes. And the Blue Jays made a couple of moves. Why don't you talk about them quickly? Yeah, they, um, I don't think, you know, they made some decent moves. Um, 
I like the Jonathan VR ad um, ad there because even when Bichette comes back, they can they can move Kevin Biggio to center field or to the outfield and keep VR in the lineup. So I think they've got a really good lineup. And with the way that the Yankees are struggling right now, um, you know they've got a chance to make up some ground there. Um, I, I like their chances to sneak into the playoffs, but it you know it could be anything right now. Um, I don't know that their moves as far as pitching like Stripling is good but in that division i think he's gonna have some some harder times yeah. so you know i don't think it moved the needle for their rotation in a huge way i think they still can get in it's just a matter of you know are they going to run into a buzzsaw if they have to play tampa or you know try to fight you know if you're based on offense and you have to face cleveland in the first round you know you're kind of in trouble um just because they can neutralize the offense and you don't have the pitching to neutralize theirs um at least beyond Ryu, really um they're not going to be bad, but I, I you know, I, I would have loved to see what they could do if they had picked up another frontline guy, someone like a Lynn or, um, you know, obviously Clevenger. Everyone's, you know, wanted Clevenger to get uh, traded for. Did somebody say playoffs? NBA and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA playoff bracket contest that gives you more chances to win. Major League Baseball continues to push through the summer. And there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action as Bet Online has hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Take advantage of every sport. And remember, our casino never closes. It's always there for you to check out and enjoy. Head to the website today and sign up to uh, to receive your free welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right. So with respect to the MLB. We're at a point now, again, you know, since our last check, and we're at a point now where the kind of the cream is rising to the top here. You got the, you know, you talk about the Yankees are struggling, the the Jays are coming up on them, but, you know, the White Sox are, you know, as good as kind of we said the last time, the Twins and, and the Indians, who I, I liked, but, you know, them losing Clevenger worries me because um, I thought that they were built well. Um, now he's gone, and we'll talk about where he went in a second. Uh, you got Oakland and Houston, um, you know, kind of separating from that division there. And, of course, there's going to be additional wild cards on top of the top two. Uh, you know, the NL East, um, it's it's still a little bit of a crapshoot for that second team. Atlanta looks pretty secure to get in the playoffs, but as you're very familiar with being a Braves fan, um, you know, it's probably going to be one of those early exits this year from what you're saying. And, I, I gotta, you know, I don't have any any way to disagree. Central's a little bit of a mess behind the Cubs, um, but I've always kind of expected the Cardinals to come back, and uh, they're kind of inching their way back. And then you got the Dodgers and Padres, um, which we were talking about before. Talk to me a little bit about what the Padres did uh, this offseason, basically the antithesis of the Atlanta Braves from <laughs> from what we were talking about. Yeah, and um, yeah, <laughs> the Braves, man, you're killing me. Um, I go into the playoffs with them with the, uh, I think we've said this before, what I call the Jim Blossoms theory. Um, if you don't expect too much, you won't be let down. Uh, so that's just the way I go with them. Uh, as for San Diego, I, I have not liked a trade deadline, like haul for a team this much in, in years. Um, what they did was absolutely brilliant and they did not give up the farm, not even close. Um, they landed, uh, Clevenger who, who's an ace. You yeah. couple him with Denilson Lamette and Chris Paddock and you know if they decide to bring Mackenzie Gore up they're going to be a force in the playoffs um that offense looks outstanding and they just really filled their biggest need which was um offensively anyway catcher and they brought in Nola who is really good hitter and he's a good catcher as well and he offers them some 
um, some options at DH as well because you can play around the place. You can play all over the field. I think you play first base um, and a little bit of outfield as well, I believe. Um, so they just, yeah, they made some huge ads. They filled every need they have, and they didn't have to go out there and spend, um, you know, they didn't have to trade McKenzie Gore. They didn't have to trade any of their their big guys. What's So it was impressive, to say the least, for them. What's Clevenger's contract status? Is he a free agent after the year, or is he there for a while? Uh, he's got two more years, I believe, after Man, this season. Man, that's nice. So that that's why I think everyone was like, oh, go get Clevenger. And I agree completely. Every team should have been in on right. him and been willing to make a serious offer. Um, Cleveland, to me, always seems to go for the quantity over quality trades. Mm. San Diego had quantity of quality. Um, so, you know, their lower tier prospects were still better than a lot of other teams, you know, mid tier guys or even high tier guys. So they, they were able to really, you know, get a lot of stuff, a lot of players. Um, I don't think they got that top tier. They didn't get, you know, the number one prospect from mm-hmm. any team for him, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised about. Um, I'm always a believer and I'd rather take one can't miss project you know uh, prospect then you know three four five six guys that you know you have the the lottery ticket you have a couple of pretty good prospects you got the guy with the ceiling of a two three start or whatever um i'd rather just go get the can't miss top of the rotation or you know top flight guy and and build on that you know given i think you know you could argue either way and I, i thinking about things like the nfl draft for example you know, part of the reason the Ravens and, you know, the Patriots have been so, so successful over the last 20 years is they've gone to the um, quantity over quality. And what I mean by that is they, they stack picks in the in the middle rounds. And so I can see the I can see the idea of it. Right. You know, in the Indians, they they um, they acquire a ton of players and they're making a lot of bets and their organization so strong, man, they just churn out quality. Um, year after year, so it's hard to argue against Cleveland. Now, if it were Baltimore, um, and they're they cannot produce any quality to save their lives, and I say this having rooted for the team for you know thirty whatever years, um, you know I, I think the can't miss is what you need to do if you're <laughs> if you're Baltimore, no. Cleveland. I don't I don't argue against it. That's my point. Is like you know if they if they're getting a bunch, then what they're what they're telling me is they're sure or more sure or confident about their their farm system and it's hard to argue man every time a pitcher comes up they like start the day one they go you know enter in there it's cleveland's one of these teams like they trade clevenger i don't think they're going to be that hurt by it but i still am not going to pick them i i think i picked them to make the world series i'm going to go back on that um now that they made that move though yeah, you know, I, I don't think it's going to hinder them that much. I think McKenzie looks really, really good. And yeah, what you're saying as far as their their farm or their um, their organization is absolutely true. It's it's the similar to uh, the way Tampa is. And you know, if I was a GM, I'd almost sit there and if I'm debating which prospect to trade for my group, I'd probably call Tampa and say, Hey, which one do you want in a trade? And whichever one they say they want, that's the one I'm not trading <laughs> uh, because. They- they seem to always know. And Cleveland's the same way with pitching. They yeah. keep the guys that just keep coming. Um, so, uh, yeah, th- there is some some faith to be had in what they've done. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say I hate the trade for them, but I like it a lot for uh, for San Diego sure. because they really, really, really um, did well. Overall, the whole entire deadline, everything they did just looks fantastic. I don't think they're going to catch the Dodgers, but that's, you know. That's hard to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, that. I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think they want to get into the playoffs, and as we've seen with the Dodgers over the last three years, 
they're not on the same level in the playoffs for whatever reason. Sure. Um, they're better this year, obviously, with bets and, um, you know, all that. But they're still beatable, and San Diego in a short series can be really scary. Um, you know, and they don't have to necessarily play them in the first round, so all they have to do is hope someone else does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, um, it, it kind of wraps up where we are. Do, would you make a different uh, World Series prediction based on any of these moves? Um. God, what did I have last time? I think I had uh, the Dodgers and the did I have the Dodgers and the. I can't remember. I think yeah. I had the Yankees, if I remember. It was either the Yankees or Cleveland. Um, it wasn't Cleveland. I know that. No, no, it was you. Um, God, yeah, I can't even remember what I said last time. Good lord. Um, we need to go to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't have it on me. Um, you know, I. You know, something is just feeling like you know even after the deadline um i still think the dodgers will get there though i i will not be surprised if san diego gets in there mm-hmm. um one bit um I, i'm gonna go ahead and say i think tampa is gonna get in there for the for the al at this point just watching them watching what they've been able to do watching the yankees rotation beyond you know garrett cole who even has looked um human at times this year mm-hmm. with the you know with his giving up home runs that's been his one flaw and in that stadium you're gonna give up a lot i think i said that when they signed him um so i you know i'm gonna go ahead and say tampa's gonna get there i'll probably stick with the dodgers um but i think san diego could easily slide in there and i'll be honest in the way the postseason has gone the last few years where you know aside from let's let's pull uh washington out of this because they were kind of the outlier last year with their rotation but it's been bullpen heavy, and I'll probably hate myself for even saying it, but I think Atlanta could do it based on their bullpen's depth <laughs> because they've been going bullpen games as long as they can keep Robbie Erlin and Josh Tomlin from starting. Um, <laughs> uh, glutton for punishment, man. Don't even let yourself I, believe it. No, I don't. I don't. I'm saying it because <laughs> I'm trying to take all feeling out of it, and and, and that's where it tells me it goes. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't believe it. Um Nope. <laughs> I'll never ever pick them, even if I think they'll win it all. I just I won't do it because the pain. It's, yeah. it's too real. Uh. <laughs> so uh, I I think I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to keep the Dodgers in there, but instead of Cleveland, I'm now going to go with um, Oakland to exercise the demons and get back to the World Series first time since you know however long you know early '90s I guess was the last time they were in there. Um, Gosh, maybe even late 80s. I think it was like 1990 was the last time they were there. But uh, yeah, Oakland, I think they'll get over. And my my upset special um, is that Miner, um, who's been crap, I believe it was for the Rangers. But yeah, I think that acquisition is going to work out for Oakland. I just think it's going to work. That just it, it's, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. I think it'll work. I think it'll push them over the top. I think they'll get into the World Series this year. Um, and lose to the Dodgers. I still think the Dodgers, it, it, it's their year to exercise their demons as well. I think Oakland, L.A., um, yeah, which would be an interesting. It's going to have an 80s-type vibe to it. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm waiting for the inevitable uh, Jose Canseco tweet meltdown if if, the, if Oakland does make it the World Series. <laughs> somehow he's going to claim credit for it or do something wonky. Yeah, well. So that's the yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I try not to uh, to do too much on social media. I go on there, but uh, you know, I don't like to just vomit my thoughts on social media like a lot of people do. There's a couple of baseball ex baseball players that are um, 
they are interesting reads <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter, like you know, we'll we'll say Aubrey Huff, and I won't get into detail there. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> not. Let's not. <laughs> you know, guys like him and Conseco are, are always entertaining, and uh, you know, it's 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 funny to see what people will actually say in a public forum. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, anyway, I think we can tidy up an episode. We'll probably talk again next week, um, and we can talk about kind of fantasy players to pick up on your run, maybe some rookies of the year and all that stuff. But I think that kind of closes it up for now. Um, so, hey, everybody, thanks for uh, for watching. If you want to calibrate your uh, your futures bets uh, based on the uh, the trade um, deadline, you might want to be buying some stock in some, uh, some San Diego Padres there. So, hey, everybody out there, go out, make some bets, and get paid. You want to get paid, then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling, we the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday, because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast, got swag, got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed up model, don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real, whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast never ends. Now get ready. Ready for the best show to begin, let's go.